friends. Welcome to Dig the Plot Podcast. I'm Jada Atwood. Hello, I'm getting over a head cold, so I still may sound funny. I think I sound much better today, and I'm not coughing and hacking and sneezing. So I kind of put this off a couple days just so my voice could be a little bit better. So that's why I'm late recording a podcast this week. Hopefully I won't clear my voice too many times today but so last week we looked at the 2023 Goodread nominees and the winner in the mystery and thriller category and this week we're going to look at the horror nominees and the winner the first nominee is Holly by Stephen King I of course I usually jot down notes on what I'm going to say when I do my podcast and I have written I have wanted to read this for a while, and my local library has it, but I have read so many reviews that say it's very political, so I haven't picked it up. Well, fast forward two days from when I wrote this, and I have picked it up. I went to the library yesterday and got it, and it is political. Um, Not so much that it's making it unbearable, but it talks a lot about the C word that nobody wants to relive, and there's some presidential things going on, things that I would just rather not be in here because we don't necessarily see eye to eye on things, but I really like the plot, and I'm enjoying it so far, and I'm in it to win it. I'm going to finish it, so we'll see. I'm sure I'll get it done. It, of course, you know, true to Stephen King style, it's it's a thick book. So I'm hoping to have it done by this weekend. Like I said, it's kind of thick. So we've got several things going on this week, but it's really good aside from those things. So, but if it gets too heavy handed, I may have to set it aside, but I don't really want to. But here's the synopsis. Penny Dahl calls the Finders Keepers Detective Agency, hoping Holly Gibney can help her find her missing daughter. Blocks from where Bonnie Dahl disappeared lives Professor Rodney and Emily Harris. They are respected, they're devoted to each other, and they're lifelong academics. They are also harboring an unholy secret in their basement. That summary, that's one reason I went, literally I went the very next day after putting this together and got this book. I thought, it's time for me to read it. Because I've looked at it, talked about it for months and months and months, and I love the plot, so... And I'm several chapters in, and it's really good. The second nominee is How to Sell a Haunted House by Grady Hendrix. I reviewed this before, and it was actually a four-star read. I did think it was a little long, but it is definitely creepy. And if you like horror and scary books, this is definitely the book you need to pick up. The third nominee is A House with Good Bones by T. Kingfisher. I have not read this. The summary is Sam's brother told her that their mother seemed off, but she didn't really realize how much until she got there for an extended visit, and she didn't know just how bad it was. Her mom is now frightened in her own home. I think this sounds good. I did look at it over the weekend. I chose something else to read over this, but this is definitely on my list of books to read. Next is Vampires of El Norte by Isabel Conis. I'm sure I said that wrong. Did the best I could. I have not read this. Nina was attacked by something that drains their blood and leaves them for dead. Nestor believes his childhood sweetheart is dead. But when the U.S. attacks Mexico in 1846, Nina and Nestor are brought back together on the road to war. 
I'm going to be honest, this one doesn't interest me at all. Just the word, just the number, 1846, takes me back to just, I'm not interested in that. But it was a nominee for Best Horror, so I'm sure it's scary. Next is Rouge by Mona Awad. These are all names I should have looked up on YouTube to see how to pronounce. I have not read this one. Belle is obsessed with her skin and skincare videos. It's all she watches, all she thinks about. So when her estranged mother dies, she goes back to Southern California to deal with her mother's estate. After she meets a lady in red at her mother's funeral, she is offered a video about a transformative spa experience that her mom was devoted to. There, Belle finds a frightening secret behind her mother's obsession with the camera. Now, this one doesn't sound too, ba too bad, so... Thinking about getting this one. Sounds pretty good. I like the obsession with skin and skincare. Next is My Darling Girl by Jennifer McMahon. I have read this and we reviewed it this year. It was a five-star read for me. Highly, highly recommend you pick this one up. I also can recommend pretty much any book by Jennifer McMahon. Next is The September House by Carissa Orlando. Gosh, I love this one. It was a five-star read for me. It was in my top ten books of the year. It's something you need to add to your um, to-be-read list. It's a really good, scary book. Really enjoyed it. The next one is Silver Nitrate by Sylvia Marino Garcia. I've not read this. The summary goes like this. Montserrat is a sound editor, and she is in love with Tristan, who is also her best friend, who is a fading soap opera star. Now, Tristan discovers that his new neighbor is the cult horror director, Abel we're going to leave that out. New cult horror director, Abel, and he claims he can change their lives. The director thinks he's cursed, and he wants Tristan and Montserrat to help him shoot the missing scene that will help lift the curse. But soon, Montserrat notices a dark presence following her, and Tristan starts seeing ghosts. Now, I do think this one sounds really intriguing, so this would be something that I would read. may read that one. I really thought that I read a lot of these when I looked over the list, and huh, I'm finding that I didn't. Next is Our Share of Night by Marina Enriquez, another one I've not read. So a young father and son set out on a road trip devastated by the death of the wife and the mother that they both loved very much. They, they travel to her ancestral home where they must confront the terrifying legacy she has bequeathed. A family called the Order that commits unspeakable acts in search of immorality. Um, this one didn't interest me very much either. I tried not to go too long on all the synopsis because we'd be here all day if I read you every single word. But <clears throat> just wanted to go over the nominees and give you a short look at what they're about especially if you're into horror and I have discovered this year that I do tend to like one every now and then so but this one not so much the next one is The Lone Woman by Victor Lavelle I have not read this and really none of these authors either but Adelaide Henry carries an enormous steamer trunk with her wherever she goes it's locked at all times because when the trunk opens people around Adelaide start to disappear it's set in 1915, and she is a homesteader. So, basically, again, the number 1915 in homesteader kind of turns me off. Not really interested in this one either. Although, I do think the premise is interesting. 
Next is Black Sheep by Rachel Harrison. This is definitely on my list to read. Vesper Wright left home at 18 and never looked back, mostly because they told her that leaving the staunchly religious community meant she couldn't return. She receives an invitation to the wedding of her cousin Rosie, so she decides to return to the toxic environment that she escaped. I, this has been one that I've looked at several times, and I've just never pulled the trigger, but I'm definitely going to read this. It is on my list of want to reads. The next one is Mr. Magic by Kirsten White. Gosh, I've looked at this a ton of times and just passed it over. I'm still not sure I may give it a go. It's not a situation that I would want to buy just because I'm not too sure. But the summary goes, 30 years after a tragic accident shut down production of the classic children's program, Mr. Magic, the five surviving cast members have done the best to move on with their life. Then fate brings the castmates back together at a remote dessert filming compound. But are they there by choice or have they been lured into a trap? I really looked at that on NetGalley and just never requested it. I don't know. I can't decide if it's something I want to read or not, but <clears throat> it does sound interesting. Next is Don't Fear the Reaper by Stephen Graham Jones. This is the second book in an Indian Lake trilogy, so I'm immediately out on that one. No trilogies. But Jade Daniels is released from prison right before Christmas when her conviction is overturned. The very same day, convicted serial killer Dark Mill South escapes from his prison transfer due to a blizzard. His reunion tour begins on December 12, 2019 on a Thursday, and six hours later and 20 bodies later on Friday the 13th, it would be over. Mm, like, I, I just don't like series books. Just can't, I just really can't do it. Although I will say Holly is somewhat of a series book. It's part of the Mr. Mercedes line. I mean, there's, you know a recurring storyline with Holly Gibney. But you don't really necessarily, there is some mention of prior people in other books, but you don't have to have read that those books to know what's going on. So I can't really say I don't love series books because here I am reading one. But I loved that, that whole group of Mr. Mercedes from Stephen King. Next is The Reformatory by Tanarive Du really want to read this one it was one that <laughs> this it was between two books this weekend and I picked a John Mars book over this one but definitely going to read it and it's set in 1950 so there you go I can't really you know 1816 that's just too far 1950 I can live with it's 1950 in Gracetown Florida and 12 year old Robbie Stevens Jr. is sentenced to six months at Gracetown School for the Boys a reformatory for he's in trouble for kicking the son of the largest landowner in town in defense of his older sister Gloria so begins Robbie's journey further into the terror of the Jim Crow South and very real horror of the school that they call the reformatory this one is wildly popular i've seen nothing but great reviews for this so i definitely am going to pick this one up next is natural beauty by ling ling wang the narrator is a talented piano player but she has to leave her dream job and move to new york city to take care of her parents she takes a job at a high-end beauty and wellness store Holistic is known for its remarkable products and procedures, so the narrator is plied with products that slim her thighs and smooth her skin and lighten her hair. It's described as piercing and funny and will leave the readers with a shocking and unsettling truth. To me, if it's about makeup, it's a dream book. 
so probably we'll try and read this one. Next is Sisters of the Lost Nation by Nick Medina. I've not read this one. There's definitely a theme with the Native Americans. Um, There's lots of books that seem to revolve around that in this year's nominees. But a young Native girl's hunt for answers about the women mysteriously disappearing from her tribe's reservation leads her to delve into the myths and stories of her people, all while being haunted herself. I do think this one sounds really interesting. Next is Monstrillo by Gerard Samano Cordova. Apparently, if you're a horror writer, your names are impossible to announce. A grieving mother, Magos, cuts out a piece of her deceased 11-year-old son, Santiago's lung. Now, this one's going to have to be gruesome. She nurtures the lung until it begins to resemble the Santiago he once was. But he transforms into a monster. A monster who tries to be a man, and then it's also about the people who try to love him in every form that he takes. Now, this one, I'm going to be honest, sounds gross. So, next is Becoming the Boogeyman by Richard Chismar. This is number two in the Boogeyman sequel. So, again, we got a sequel. A tale of obsession exploring modern society's true crime obsession with unflinching honesty sparing no one from the glare of the spotlight. Mm, that one, you know, how I feel. Then <clears throat> the next one is Her Little Flowers by Shannon Morgan. Haven't read this one either, but mm, I'll tell you about that in just a second. Francine Thwaite has lived all of her 55 years in her family's ancestral home, an old Elizabeth- Elizabethan manor in England Lake District. No other living soul resides there but Francine. and she's But she's not alone, so you know there's some ghosts. There's several ghosts. There are ghosts, they're harmless and familiar, but when Francine's estranged sister Madeline returns to the manor after years away, she brings with her a story that threatens everything Francine has always believed. It says it's a tale of cruelty, desperation, of terror, and unbearable heartache. Now, I thought this one sounded really good. So, I think it was Saturday afternoon. Again, we were pretty much snowed in again this past weekend, so... Um, I went on uh, Amazon and found this, and it was free to read for Prime members. And so I downloaded it, and I started it. Oh, my gosh, I got one of those ruts where I started, like, three books one day. So now I'm trying to wrap all that up. But it was not that great. I'm going to give it, like, reading this again, it makes me think, why did I give up on it? But I did and moved on to something else. But it's still on my iPad, so I'm probably going to circle back to it and see if maybe once I get into maybe her sister Madeline returning, maybe that's when things start. Because right now she's talking to the ghost, and it's like Casper situation. You know, it's no big deal. All right, last is Dead Eleven by Jimmy Giuliano. Not read this. Willow Stone finds Clifford Island written on the floor of her deceased son's bedroom. She soon learns it's a tiny island off of Wisconsin's Door County Peninsula, 200 miles from Willow's home. Willow goes to the island. This place is not normal. Everyone seems to be stuck in a particular day in 1994. They wear outdated clothing, avoid modern technology, and perhaps most mystifyingly, this is hilarious, Watch the O.J. Simpson car chase every evening. So, five weeks after Willow arrives on the island, island, she disappears. Willow's brother, Harper, comes to the island to search for his sister. Now, I really think this sounds interesting. 
I'm going to definitely get this one. I need to be jotting these down as I'm saying this because I'll forget. But I really thought this one sounded really good. So, And I meant to tell you at the beginning, especially if you've not looked, that try to guess who the 2023 Good Read Best Horror winner is. So I'm going to take a dramatic pause. Dun, 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 dun. It's Holly by Stephen King. So that's probably what pushed me over the edge to just to go ahead and get it. I told myself Monday, if it's there at the library still, I'm going to get it. And that's going to be on my priority to read. And it was. And so that's what I'm reading. I will tell you I voted for September House because, again... I did give that book five stars. It was one of my favorite books last year. So I'm telling you to go read that. Especially, you know, if you like horror, don't read it if you don't like horror. Um, but Holly, like I said, is pretty good. I do see the political side of it. That has been a part of all the reviews for it. What I read this weekend, I don't know. I would. It was horror. It was. It was. It was something. If if nothing, it was really something. It was Keep It in the Family by John Mars. Oh, my gosh. I had a friend recommend it, and so she loved it. She, I don't know. Maybe she didn't love it. She said she wasn't really sure how she felt about it, but enough to tell me to read it. So I guess she did love it. So I did get it. I read it in one day, if that tells you anything. One day. It was really good. I was glad that was my choice this past weekend for being snowed in. Um, so I do recommend that book, but we're going to see where Holly takes us. I hope to have a review for you next podcast. I decided not to do a review in this podcast just because this seemed very lengthy. Like I think I'm at almost 18 minutes. We're getting close to 18 minutes right now. So by the time I tried to review a book, we would be plus 20 minutes and I don't even think my husband wants to hear me talk for 20 minutes. So we're just going to save some, do a bunch of reviews next week. And I guess that's it for this week. So I hope you have a wonderful week and we will see you here back next weekend. Thanks for listening to this week's Dig the Plot. Be sure and follow me on Instagram at digtheplot underscore. Join me next week. See you then.